Hello, welcome to Health Journey, an ALU health and wellness podcast series. Thank you so much for joining today as we discuss and discover more ways to help empower you for lifestyle change. My name is Suela. I'm a health coach. Let's get started. Today, we would like to cover the topic of stress. And stress has been quite a topic of interest, particularly in this last several months, as we have been battling as a nation and globally, the pandemic of COVID-19. And many of us have had different ways, different techniques of dealing with stress. Today, we wanna focus on the hamster wheel of chronic stress and learn how to identify the difference between chronic stress and acute stress and what happens when our body is in a prolonged state of chronic stress and the implications of that on our health and well-being. So let's talk about stress for a minute. Now, acute stress refers to stress we experience for a brief amount of time, and many of us have experienced acute stress. This can include preparing for a big presentation that you have, being stuffing stuck in traffic, running late for a meeting, we start to build that pressure or that stress that we build up. And it's likely to increase your drive to eat even if you're not hungry. But that acute stress, we know that it eventually goes away. And then we have chronic stress. Chronic stress refers to stress that's experienced continuously over an extended period of time, typically over the course of months. Chronic stress takes a major toll on health and it creates a pro-inflammatory state associated with a variety of chronic diseases, obesity, depression, and anxiety, and what many describe as living in just a big funk of stress. Dr. Heidi Hanna is the executive director for the American Institute of Stress, and this is how she defines stress. It's the gap between demand and capacity. The larger gap that we have, the more of that stress that we start to feel. So we know it's not an object where we can touch, a phone that you can tap or a doorknob that you can turn. It's something that you feel internally. And our body was designed for stress. We know about the flight or fight hormones that we've had that's innate since the beginning of time. Then when we start to feel stress, our body tenses up as if we were going to fight off of a bear or fight off whatever stressful situation we may encounter. Or we're going to run. We're going to run away from that stressful feeling. And that's how our body is able to send the alarm that whatever is happening and we compensate, our body compensates by going with our stress reactions. But what's happening is that we're on the hamster wheel of stress, that we're experiencing the stress. Our body tries to get back to a relaxation state, but it's never able to do so. So morning, noon, and night, we're experiencing the stress. We're experiencing the headaches. We're experiencing the depression. We're experiencing the body aches and pains. And we just dismiss it as this is just a part of life, that this is simply adulting. But that's not the case. We want to talk today about how you can get off of that hamster wheel of stress. And this is something that you don't have to live with for the next several months or for the rest of 2020. That right now, you can practice short-term techniques that will help you out in the long term and learn what preventative care means to the quality of your health 
and wellness journey. So let's talk about some different stages of stress. Number one is the alarm stage. When your body is triggered by a stressor, when you have that board meeting, when you're stuck in that traffic, when you have that deadline that you need to meet, or you're just feeling the hustle and bustle of your eight to five, whether working from home, or if you're experiencing that with schooling your children at home. So when your body is triggered by a stressor, your nervous system activates to protect you from stress and your brain triggers the adrenal glands to secrete hormones such as adrenaline, norepinephrine and that's where we have the wide-eyed or the shock movement i like to give an example as if you're driving down the freeway or interstate and you're about to merge over and a car comes speeding at over 100 miles an hour you immediately jump back to your lane your heart is beating your eyes bulge that's the stress that's the adrenaline and norepinephrine that's doing its role you saw the stress happens you reacted and then your body should go back to the relaxation state as your stress levels rise and these hormones are continually secreted, many psychological changes can occur in the body, such as heart rate, blood pressure, respiration, and sweating that starts to occur. As we stated earlier, all of that is normal and it's supposed to suppress, but that's not what's happening. Many of us have the experience of feeling alarmed or know what stress feels like. But we, instead of going back to a time when there is pro-stress out of that first alarm stage, we climb into the second stage, which is adaptive or resistance, um, the adaptive or resistance stage of stress. So at the initial stress response, your body is attempting to return back to its stable state. It's waiting for you to give the signal for it to go back to its resting state. But when your stress reactions are too strong, you're triggered too often, your body remains on high alert. And this is for us going 100 miles an hour on the hamster wheel. We know there's a way to get off. We know that something quite isn't right, but we just adapt and we can't seem to find our way off that hamster wheel. You're constantly going round and round, battling with your stress. Your body begins to build up resistance, a constant influx of hormones, and you become more tolerant of your continuous stressors. You start taking a leave at the end of the day because you're used to getting the headaches and you're used to insomnia and not being able to sleep well at night. So you just take some type of sleeping aid or medication. This is our body signaling us that we're in a chronic state of stress. We're on the hamster wheel and it's time to get off. The extended release of stress hormones, and the one in particular we're speaking about now is cortisol, it has adverse effects on your body, lowers your immune defense, and make you more susceptible to illnesses. Once that cortisol starts being released, you're in a prolonged state of stress. Your immune system pauses. Your digestive system pauses. Your reproduction system pauses. You experience those aches and pains and fat storage is released into your bloodstream. And for many of those who experience this for a long period of time, they begin to go into a pre-diabetic state. So your body is confused and knows that you're under stress, but it's just not quite sure why you won't come out of that state of stress. And then finally, we have the exhaustion stage. Your body continues to function in this wired state. You never fully return to the state of rest and your emergency resources are depleted and you start experiencing burnout. 
In 2019, the World Health Organization finally classified burnout as an occupational health syndrome. Many of those who are working on the front lines in our hospitals and in the communities are experiencing burnout. They're experiencing high levels of stress and it's chronically lasting over several months. And your body's inability to cope with continuously high demands is the effect. It's not natural to constantly feel like you're being chased by a bear, which is the fight or flight syndrome. And this burnout or exhaustion stage could feel like chronic fatigue, anxiety, depression, decreased stress tolerance. It would take less stressors to make you feel stress. And as I mentioned earlier, you start living in the big funk. You're on the hamster wheel and you're not sure how to get out. But there is a positive message today that if you're on that hamster wheel or you feel like you're about to start spinning, there is a way that you can finally pull out and get back on your health journey of positive change. So stress is unavoidable. It's not lurking around the corner waiting to jump out at you, but it's there. And instead of relying on the hamster wheel of stress to make through life, how about a smooth passage or understanding that stress is there, you see it, but you know how to prevent it. And it all starts with preventative care, recognizing your stage one and returning your body back to a state of rest. These are examples of stress management strategies of renewing and refreshing your wellness balance. So when you feel that stress start to come or you just had that board meeting, you're stuck in traffic, you've had one of those days. Some short-term techniques that you can do are to quickly activate your relaxation response. Remember, your body sends you these signals so that you can fight or flight. And once it's over, it expects there to be a digression. So one way to quickly activate your relaxation response is through deep breathing. You can take a walk, have some aromatherapy lotions around, give or get a hug helps release that oxytocin and bring back a calming state to you. One example of deep breathing is by breathing, inhale, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four. That immediately activates your relaxation response and definitely comes in handy when you are dealing with a stressful situation that you know it's best for your body to get out of that alarm stage. Recognizing when it's time to pause and to practice the deep breathing, those quickly activating relaxation response strategies will be vital to the quality and overall effectiveness of you managing stress, as well as for you understanding what it means to be on your health and wellness journey and what it means to practice something intentionally so that you can have the quality of life, no matter pandemic or whatever situation may be happening in your life. So long-term techniques, that's gonna happen maybe once the pandemic is over, when you feel like you're back to normal, or this is something that you do week in, week out, day in, day out, to make sure that you are planning for your balancing activities in your life. 
That could be planning, balancing, or holistic wellness activities to your calendar, scheduling date nights, scheduling days when you're not going to do anything. And that helps to bring your body back into balance and manage stress. So maybe it's moving more. Having the ABCs of gratitude in a journal and writing down at the end of every week what you are grateful for. That could be positive affirmations for yourself and also for those who are around you. And then listening to your body to identify what is exactly causing the stress in your life. What has caused you to consistently be on this hamster wheel and you're ready to get on out of there? Having long-term techniques, having long-term strategies will help to plan in advance for whatever stressors you're gonna face in life. So you no longer have to be in the adaptive resistance or exhaustion stage of stress. But once that alarm stage happens, you have your short-term techniques. And then even if you feel like you're not feeling that stress or maybe things have become a little complacent, you can continue to do your long-term strategies to ensure that you are managing, that you are continually to have a renewed, balanced approach. If any of the information we talked about and discussed today would be helpful to you or if you'd like to know more, I encourage you to reach out to ALU Health and Wellness consultants and coaches. Discover what it means to know your body and book a free discovery session where they can help guide you on the path that you need to take and empower you for lifestyle change. Until next time, be well.